0: morning good afternoon and good evening rugby fans and welcome to episode 125 of the DNVR rugby podcast my name is Colton Strickler I'm your host as always got a good show for everybody today excited to jump into it we're going to start the show off the same way we do every week and that's by jumping into the breakdown the breakdown is brought to you by O'Neills. O'Neills is the official sportswear supplier to the biggest teams in world rugby, Infinity Park and the American Raptors. Shop apparel now at That's oneills.com. That's o n e i l l s.com. So we're going to start the breakdown off by talking about some Raptors news. Don't really have too much to talk about on the breakdown today. Things are still relatively quiet on, you know, the the rugby front as, as seasons are just kind of getting rolling here. Uh, it's it's starting to be rugby season again, obviously, MLR starting. And three weeks, beginning of February. So things are, are, are kind of quiet. Things are heating up, obviously, um, but it's pretty standard preseason stuff. So I will talk a little bit about some Raptors news that I have heard um, and, and something that I post about today on the DNVR Rugby Twitter account. Former Colorado EXO and American Raptor David Still has been back with the USA 7s team. He'll make the trip to Spain with them next weekend. That's so good to see David uh, continuing to progress as a rugby player, especially on such a grand scale. Uh, I think it's something I've talked about in the past. I don't think it was a big secret that he hadn't you know, signed with an MLR team because he was uh, preparing for this upcoming seven season. Uh, so it's, like I said, good for David. going to be exciting to watch him compete again. He's just getting better and better. Um, and I know in Uruguay there was, I think I talked about this too when I got back, David still had a little bit of an ankle injury, so it's good to see him bounce back completely from that. Um, ready to rock. So I'm excited to watch that next weekend. I'll talk a little bit more about that later on in the show because it's applicable um, to the podcast in some way or another. Uh, Some other Raptors news I have. I've heard a few more things about what 2022 is going to entail for the Raptors in terms of scheduling and stuff like that. Um, But I will wait a little bit longer before I talk too much about it, just, you know, make sure things are uh, as accurate as they could possibly be. But the stuff that I have heard is exciting. And like I said, we'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, As things get a little bit more solidified, um, and I talked about last week, but players are due back on February 1st. So I've already seen a few guys, you know, back around the facility this week. Lene Latu, Gerald McDowell, Dayton Sheridan, uh, they've been back working out. So I've seen them around, which is good. So uh, players report February 1st. They got some fun stuff in the works that I've heard of. Um, and then as they move towards the summer, that's when some of the, the bulk of their schedule, it sounds like, will be played, which is exciting. And I will say, I expect to hear some news about the newest member of the Raptors coaching staff as well. Should be out sometime next week is what I've heard. Um, That's exciting, too. It's a big addition to the club. That kind of does it for the Raptors news. I don't have too much more to talk about. So we'll go ahead and move into some MLR news. And again, like I said, not too much on this front either, honestly. It's been pretty standard preseason stuff thus far, as far as I can tell. I did see that the Seattle Seawolves match against Canada West Selects has been canceled due to Omicron travel restrictions. Uh, this dang COVID won't go away. Um, and that's a, a, a fixture I talked about specifically last week because I like how the Seawolves, you know, they they kind of do their own thing. They're always kind of scheduling matches outside of the box. I was looking forward to seeing that one. Um, that one was supposed to be uh, take place on January 28th. But uh, as a result, since it won't be able to happen due to the travel restrictions, like I just said, the Raptors' old foes, the Hartford Harpooners, have stepped in to play the Seawolves on January 28th. It doesn't sound like that match is going to be streamed, but I am keeping my eye on how that goes. Um, obviously, the, the Hartford Harpooners have played the XOs, and now the Raptors twice. The first match was decided by one point on a missed conversion. Second one, the Raptors won a little bit more handily. I think it was like 10, 10 or so points um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to see how that match goes. It's something I will be keeping my eye on. Uh, something else I will be keeping my eye on is that it does kind of make you wonder, you know, how the Toronto Arrows are going to be able to operate this season. If you remember, they had to spend all of last season in Atlanta because of Canadian travel restrictions. Um, it wasn't just them. The Toronto Raptors of the NBA had to play in Florida, I think, all last year. And the Blue Jays played in Buffalo, New York, I'm pretty sure. So it wasn't just limited to them. Um, as of now, the Arrows are slated to play Old Glory D.C. next Saturday, the 21st, at Old Glory's training facility in Virginia, uh, but the preseason match that was slated for the 28th for the Arrows um, against University of British Columbia, Old Boys Ravens, has been canceled out of a, an abundance of caution, as they stated in their release this week, so it just kind of makes you wonder, like, it's getting hard, this isn't going away anytime soon, It's a. it's, you know... The, the number of cases and stuff seem to be as worse as they've been uh, in North America. So it's going to be hard to operate. I think the one thing they do have going for them is that the Raptors have been playing basketball in Toronto. Uh, looks like they're playing without fans, so I, I'm interested to see whether or not the Arrows fans will be able to get out there and watch their team play. Um, you know, just kind of seeing, like I said, seeing what they're doing with the Raptors. Uh, and That's why I said. That's going to be something to keep an eye out on obviously it's we're kind of like in the worst of it right now it feels like um hopefully things get better obviously for the sake of everything and and certainly for the sake of the arrows since they have you know they're going on two full years without you know playing rugby in in Canada so um be awesome for their fans to get out there and see them but something I'll be watching obviously with the season starting in three weeks um we we've all seen as you know living through this pandemic how quickly stuff can change you know what what happens three weeks from now is going to be uh, probably completely different than from what's happening this week just as you know things were three weeks ago uh things change in an instant. so gonna be looking for out for that hopefully like I said nothing happens and they can play as scheduled but being real uh you know George Kilbrew was very happy about going 99-0 and in 2021 and as of right now, that just doesn't feel like that's a realistic possibility. But hey, that's why that's why we were gonna watch. That's why they play the games. Um, something we'll all be dialed in on, I'm sure. So that does it for the breakdown this week. Go ahead and move into all the rugby you can watch this weekend. Uh, it's starting to get filled up. These calendars are starting to fill up, which is cool and exciting. Um, you got quite a bit of rugby to watch this weekend. Obviously, Super Rugby coming up here in the next few weeks as well. It's gonna be exciting. So we'll go ahead and start off with the EPCR 2021 continues this weekend. We've got Cardiff Blues versus Harlequins on Friday at 1 p.m. Mountain Time. Olympique versus Munster on Friday at 1 p.m. Wasps versus Toulouse on Saturday at 6 a.m. Kanocht versus Leicester Tigers on Saturday at 8 a.m. Ospreys versus Racing 92 on Saturday at 8.15 a.m. Exeter Chiefs versus Glasgow Warriors on Saturday at 10.30 a.m. Lost my spot. La Rochelle versus Bath on Saturday at 10.30 a.m. Bristol Bears versus Stade Francais on Saturday at 1 p.m. Hopefully I didn't butcher that as bad as I did last time. Leinster versus Montpelier on Sunday at 6 a.m. Same goes for that name. Hopefully I didn't butcher that as bad. Bordeaux Beagles versus Scarlets on Sunday at 8.15 a.m. ASM Claremont versus Sale Sharks on Sunday at 10.30 a.m. Saints versus Ulster on Sunday at 1 p.m. That rounds off that competition. You watch all those matches on Peacock. We've got Japan Rugby League 1. Um, so as I talked about last week, the Rugby Network is showing two of these matches for free. So the two matches that you can watch on the Rugby Network are Shining Arcs vs. Spears on Friday at 8pm. And then Sun Goliath vs. Verblitz on Saturday at 10am. Again, you can watch both of those matches on the Network.com. All you got to do is just make an account. It's free. Thank goodness. Last but certainly not least, we close out the Allianz Premier 15s. We've got DMP Durham Sharks vs. Bristol Bears women on Saturday at 4 a.m. Gloucester Hartbury women's RFC vs. Sale Sharks women on Saturday at 7 a.m. Lowboro Lightning vs. Saracens women on Saturday at 7 a.m. Worcester Warriors women vs. Wasps FC ladies on Sunday at 7 a.m. Exeter Chiefs women vs. Harlequins women on Sunday at 7.30 a.m. You can catch all of those matches on premier15s.com. That's premier15s.com. I think that does it for all the rugby you can watch this weekend. I know there's a lot more, but I don't think you can watch it anywhere. That's what I could track down for everybody. So we'll go ahead and move into the interview portion of the show. This interview with Tommy Medeiros is brought to you by Guard Lab. Join the mouthguard revolution with American-made mouthguards that perform, protect, and recover. For more information, visit guardlab.com. Go ahead and start off by talking about how Tommy Maderis is probably the nicest dude of all time. You never see Tommy without a smile on his face. If you get the chance to ever talk with him, take it. Uh, he's a delight. He's a great guy. Um, he only played with the Raptors for the fall season. I think he showed up around May, uh, and he had a little bit of rugby experience before linking up with the Raptors in May. Uh, he comes from a football background. He played a little bit of rugby at Marquette, um, and it sounds like he wanted to pursue football. That's what he tried to do, and played in a couple of these different offshoot leagues. Um, but it sounds like he was going to go to Dallas, link up with the Jackals last year. Obviously, when they withdrew from the season, his plans fell through. Um, heard about the Raptors one way or another. Linked up here, played in the fall. Uh, kind of messed up his his wrist a little bit early on in the season. Um, but that didn't stop him from getting signed to the Dallas Jackals again. ahead of the 2022 season, so you'll see a lot more of Tommy in the coming months. Um, so I won't ramble on too much more about it. I'll let Tommy tell his story. So with that, we'll go ahead and kick it to my conversation with American Raptor. Uh, and now Dallas Jackals forward, Tommy Medeiros. All right, now we welcome on to the show, American Raptors prop and one of the newest members of the Dallas Jackals, Tommy Medeiros. Tommy, how's it going, man?
1: It's going great, man. I, uh, thanks for having me on. I'm really excited to to chat with you.
0: Yeah, thank you for joining me, man. I know we, uh, we were talking about this for a couple of weeks now, so good to get it locked down and jump on the phone. I'm looking forward to it, Tommy. So the first question I ask everybody that comes on the show is, can you tell us a little bit about where you're from?
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I'm from Chicago, um, currently uh, currently in my basement right now. Uh, yeah. We have a, uh 80-mile-an-hour windstorm going on over here, so uh, the windows are shaking. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I guess that's why they call it the Windy City, right?
0: <laughs> that hit us yesterday. That hit Denver yesterday, man. It was crazy. I think we hit like oh, 100 yeah. miles
1: per hour, like at
0: some places in the mountains. Uh, yeah, it was it was wild. You should have seen the the lights at Infinity Park. They looked like they were gonna come down. Scary stuff. <laughs>
2: that is
1: scary, man. Yeah, our our, our um, uh, streets right now are just littered with trees. But yeah, you know,
0: we'll stay safe. So we do. We
1: Stay, yeah. <laughs> stay in the basement man
0: don't don't come out
1: yeah right yeah. persevere
0: <laughs> so tommy you obviously you joined the exos joined the raptors um i think i started to see you around at the end of at the end of uh may right you came towards the end of that spring season um and you're a football guy right so could you tell us a little bit about your football career you know just kind of your path from high school to college to then what you ended up doing afterwards
1: yeah definitely so um in high school, uh, I was actually a three sport athlete. Uh, I was football, swimming and water polo. Interesting. So
0: I don't know if I've yeah. ever met a water polo, water polo player before. It looks <laughs> yeah, so man, hard.
1: It's, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's a difficult sport for sure. Treading water, but, uh, you know, my favorite pools were the one that had, uh, I had the shallow end and then the deep end, and I would just kind of linger around the shallow (laughs) end as long as I could. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Uh, But yeah, uh, played, you know, I I loved the water growing up, and you know, I've been swimming my whole life pretty much. Uh, But uh, obviously, I had a passion for contact sports, and I think I'm, I think my body uh, is more of a contact sports type body as well.
0: (laughs) I'd say so. That's probably fair. (laughs)
1: yeah so um after uh after high school I uh went off to college and I actually played rugby in college Mm -hmm. uh for uh for about three and a half years and I was actually uh I had a pretty bad injury I uh tore my labrum in my shoulder and that kept me out for uh just just about a year um so uh after that you know after I got out of college and Um, I was kind of looking what to do. I decided that I wasn't done and I wanted to keep playing. Mm -hmm. And, um, my decision was to transition back into football. So I, um, started going to tryouts and, you know, basically just lived in the gym, um, pretty much for that whole, um, you know, six months, six to eight months that I was looking for uh, a football opportunity. Um, I was also working at the time, so mm-hmm. I had no free time. I was just go to work, um, go to the gym, and you know recover. Basically, it was my life. Yeah. And um, I found this. Uh, well, my my girlfriend now my fiance found this league uh, in Detroit. Uh, it was called the RPFL. And what does um, that stand for? Stands for Rivals Professional Football League. Okay. And, um, they had a tryout, uh, in Chicago. So, um, you know, I took off work one day, uh, went into this tryout and, um, it was basically like a combine. Mm -hmm. Like they, you know, they wanted to see your 40, your broad jump, everything. Um, and I was about 275 pounds at the time. And I you know, I'd really never trained for the forty. Yeah. But I ended up running a four seven four. Nice. Um and <laughs> I yeah, it. I know, so yeah, I was I was I was really happy with it. Um and how it works is they basically go around, you know, they traveled, you know, all around the US and recruited guys and they had a pool of like two hundred and like twenty guys, thirty guys that they invited to this draft and I ended up being the number one overall draft pick of those guys so um and that was kind of like the first um i guess um you know sign that maybe maybe this whole football thing can really work maybe i can really get back into it so i went off and played in that league in detroit Mm -hmm. um it was great loved it and then after that i ended up getting signed to an arena team so you know i was really getting motivated, you know, everything was kind of vertical jump after vertical jump, kind of moving up. And then, um, right before camp reported, we were right before we were supposed to report for camp, Mm -hmm. uh, COVID happened. So, you know, (laughs) I kind of shut everything down. Yeah. So, and I'm sure that you, you know, you were affected by it too, just like everybody else. So
0: saw the the um, fall all over the place.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, um, after that, um, I basically just was working and uh, dedicated myself to training again. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I pretty much had no social life outside of the gym. And um, I ended up training for a combine. Um, and uh, that was in April of this past of, of 2021. And uh, um, I actually got, after the combine, I actually got reached out to by uh, Peter and Mark asking me to come down for a tryout uh, for the Raptors at that time. They were at the XOs, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, came down and, you know, basically fell in love with the program and I was like, my life is rugby now. (laughs) You know, football's in the past. (laughs) It's time to, it's time to, uh, time to commit
2: yeah
0: very nice
1: and then that yeah that brings us to today yeah what a story
0: (laughs) that's a lot of that's a lot of different you know different changes in what year and a half two years it's funny how it all works so uh i guess like going back to college when you when you did get into rugby so you didn't play rugby before college
1: nope nope tried out for the team yeah my second semester freshman year
0: what what kind of like drew you to it
1: um you know just I feel like I'm a much happier person when I'm playing a sport, you yeah. know, especially a contact sport, you know right that makes sense, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, just I don't know, just in the camaraderie of the guys and just you know doing hard stuff with your boys is uh, what really draws me to it mostly <laughs> so
2: <laughs> do, do you remember
0: when you when you first started playing, uh, like do you remember the kind of the a moment was it in a training? was it in a match where you like knew that it was fun? like it clicked for you, you knew like you had the bug?
1: Yep. So, yeah,
0: that's what most. So I've been. (laughs) Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember the exact moment. So I've been, you know, an offensive and defensive lineman my whole entire life. Yeah. I have never gotten to touch the ball. I'll never forget that. You know, like the first time I got to touch the ball in a game and just you know run into somebody, I was like, man, I've been playing the wrong position my whole (laughs) life. Like, I really should have lost some weight. Yeah. (laughs) Became like a running back or something. Well,
0: I was gonna ask you. I think I like I was watching that combine video where they had your your film maybe from one of those combines like on some scouting website or something and it listed your mm-hmm. positions as defensive line and running back. <laughs> so I was going to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is
1: that, yeah is that well, a
0: typo or what? I mean, maybe it's not. not now. Okay. You,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you said it. So there, it's, it's not a typo, but there is. Okay. So basically in arena, the way it works is, uh, they listed me as a fullback because, right. um, the fullback in arena, since it's 8-on-8, eight eight, mm-hmm. and there's only three down offensive linemen, uh, they make the fullback basically a fourth offensive lineman to pick up the blitzing line, uh, linebacker. Right. So I was never going to get the ball, <laughs> but, I, yeah. but I was listed as a fullback. So If you ever find your way
0: back to arena, Elite, they might give you the ball now, though, right? You got all these years <laughs> of carries under your belt now. So, yeah,
1: I got some film, you know. Yeah,
0: there you go. And that's all you need to get some tape out there. So cool, yeah, man. So, yeah. so you, like I said, I think I started seeing you around towards the end of the spring. Um, I guess just like how beneficial have these last seven months been for you kind of like being here, being around the program, uh, just kind of being in a full-time training environment.
1: Um, it's been great, you know, um, obviously like, this is what I wanted to, what I want to do, mm-hmm. you know, train full-time and, um, you know, be playing a sport full-time and, um, you know, it, it's just it's just been the opportunity of a lifetime, mm-hmm. and you know I'm lucky and blessed that um, you know Peter and Mark took a chance on me and reached out to me to to bring me out to the team. So um, it's basically you know getting the opportunity to do your dream job. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm. It's been great. I, I've cherished every moment.
0: That's awesome, man. I know you, uh, you kind of got a little banged up this fall, unfortunately, but uh you know i mean guess like what is that what what was this fall like for you then i know because you had some injury stuff but you still got to go to uruguay and still got to be around mm-hmm. the team so like are you still able to to learn stuff and pick up stuff like what kind of just kind of what was
1: fall like for you yeah this this uh this season was a it was a bit of a roller coaster for me mm-hmm. uh health-wise um obviously you know starting off the season we had a uh we had a bit of a covet outbreak on the team mm-hmm. um you know i was one of the guys that unfortunately got COVID um and you know I am vaccinated and yeah somehow somehow it, still it got it trip. you know it's just the luck of the draw I guess yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah so uh um obviously we had that COVID outbreak where we had a 10-day break as well and um it was unfortunate because the way it lined up is my quarantine my 10th day of quarantine lined up with the start of the team quarantine that we had. I don't know. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you've talked about that before where we no. had 10 days off. I, I mean, yeah, maybe, yeah, so.
0: maybe on the podcast in the past, but so you were out for 20 days then like realistically, 20 not days. any, any <laughs> stuff, any team stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah. 20 days of no team stuff. Uh, luckily, you know, the water dogs, shout out to the dogs. Love yeah. you guys. Uh, <laughs> they took me in and um, let me practice and play with them. Um, and I, I'll never forget my first game back, uh, with the dogs, uh, after my quarantine, because my lungs were on fire. (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it is no joke. Um, but, uh, yeah. So after that, um, I want to say it was about two week, two or three weeks after that, where we played Utah and, uh, we were playing on the turf because team USA was using our stadium.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And, um, I was, uh, I was a finisher. I was, you know, the reserve guy coming in uh, for GMAC Mm -hmm. Um, and GMAC ended up hurting his shoulder at halftime. And, you know, it was my turn to, you know, my time to go in and, you know, finish off the game. Um, And I was playing tight head Um, and, you know, we were spanking these guys. I think we were up by 30 when I came in. Um, And then, you know, I came in and did my job, uh, put out for my boys and uh unfortunately yeah. on one of my runs i uh broke my wrist <laughs> and did a pretty significant amount of soft tissue damage yeah so uh yeah and it's you know unfortunately it's still kind of i'm still kind of healing from it to today mm-hmm. or until today but uh you know what are you going to do it's just a parcel you know parcel and part of the sport you just get injured in this game you know
0: Yep, yeah, that's part of the game unfortunately but i mean Uh, I guess the good news is it hasn't stopped you from, you know, signing with Dallas Jackets. So, first of all, congratulations. Uh, That's exciting stuff. And so, I was going to ask, just like, how did the the deal kind of come together? I know I don't want to get you in trouble, obviously. So, if you're comfortable talking about it, I'd kind of love to hear, you know, when, uh, you know, there was some interest or anything or or just kind of how it all came together.
1: Yeah. So, um, basically, uh, you know, Elaine, the GM Mm -hmm. over at Dallas, had reached out to me. back in 2020, uh, it was like around August and, you know, it was like the prime of COVID and they were coming or they were about to start their inaugural season. And obviously, um, you know, they they ended up not playing in the MLR in 2020. Um, but she was reaching out to me through a, uh, mutual friend asking if I'd be interested in coming out to, um, uh, as a developmental player. Yeah. Um and just kind of like she wanted me to get more film and everything, obviously too, but you know, just seeing it, you know, engaging interest. Right. Uh so that kind of fizzled out. Nothing really happened. Um and then after the Utah game, um a few uh MLR teams were reaching out to me. Um and I decided to take it upon myself to reach out to Elaine. Yeah. To just let her know that, you know, I'm interested in making a vertical jump to the MLR, you know, would you guys be interested uh, in potentially taking me on? Right. And um, we had one call and, um, you know, we we were both on the same page and she sent over the contract and that's kind of kind of how I got signed. <laughs>
2: <Perfect>. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's
0: got to be – so it is kind of – like it all kind of comes full circle, right? Like that's what it was – you know, kind of in the cards before, and you, you play some more rugby and look at you now. So are you excited to go to a, a team where you know a couple of guys? I know you got uh, you got Campbell going down there with you and Sam Phillips, and then Sean Clark was just announced a couple of days ago. That's got to be kind of
1: nice, right? Dude, I am so fired up to play with those boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm very excited. Right.
0: So Perfect. And I guess just, like, you know, how excited are you to get down there and get to work?
1: Really excited. We're about uh, – We report the twenty eighth, uh let's see I don't even know what today is. Today's the
0: sixteenth. So you got like almost two weeks.
1: Yep. Just about twelve days. Um been forcing myself to run every day. Yeah. (laughs) Trying to stay in shape, eat the right foods, go to the gym. Uh but yeah, I'm just excited to get down there with the boys and um, you know, put our heads down and get to work and um I think we're gonna have a great preseason and I know that we're going to make a statement in the MR this year that, you know, Dallas is here to play.
0: Awesome. So I guess just, uh, I mean, I guess my last question just be what's the rest of the off season look like for you, but I think you just answered it, right? Keep running. <laughs> don't get, don't get sucked up in the wind. Don't get blown away.
2: Yep. Yeah, <laughs> Pretty perfect. much,
1: man. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much for your time, Tommy. I know I was talking to Sam the other day and uh, I told him I'm going to make a trip down to Dallas this year to catch a, catch a match. So I'll be sure to give oh, you a awesome. shot when I'm there.
1: 100 percent man i really appreciate you having me on this was uh, this is awesome
0: yeah all good thank you tommy have a good one all right thank you all right i hope everyone enjoyed that conversation with the new dallas jackals forward tommy Maderis. like i said tommy's a great guy i love talking to tommy um i really appreciate him taking the time to come chat with me for a little bit uh and like i said i hope everybody enjoyed that so we're going to move into the required reading portion of the show i'm taking it easy on you guys this week i know i signed I guess i do it two weeks in a row. So I take it easy on you guys. Signed an Instagram post last week, a little outside of the box. This week I'm assigning you a required listening. Uh, so I'm going to say go listen to 2021 Rugby Pick'em Awards. Because right now, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to a back-to-back Rugby Pick'em Award winning podcast. DNVR Rugby took home the best crossover podcast of the year. It was the sole nominee, but an award is an award. So go check out that episode on RugbyPick'em.com. I will, of course, put the link in the description and the article that houses this podcast, so it'll be nice and easy for you to find. shared it on Twitter as well, so go check that out on the DNVR underscore rugby Twitter. I'm a big fan of what Brendan and Tommy Nopix does over there on that podcast. So obviously, Brendan's been a guest on this show a few times. need to get back on, though, so go check that out uh, and let me know what you think. Thank you, I guess, to to the two people that voted and Brendan and Tommy No Picks. I'm honored and blessed to to take home an award for the second year in a row. Uh, what a what a time to be alive. So thank you guys. Make sure you go check that out. So we'll go ahead and close the show with the loop. Keep your eyes peeled for this piece that I've been working on for five months now. I know I'm sorry. I keep saying it's gonna be done, but I really do think it is gonna be done next week. I'm actually done with all the groundwork. I lay a brick every single day. I'm getting a little bit closer I think I can honestly say this is the hardest I've worked on any project, Uh, and hopefully it doesn't let everyone down like I'm starting to think it will now. Um, But whether or not I'm going to like it, I know, which I guess is important. Uh, So keep an eye out on that. I've also got an awesome interview with Stephen Thomasine of the USA 7s team coming out next week ahead of the uh, Malaga leg of the HSBC 7th Circuit so make sure you check that out. The best way to do that is to keep in touch. Stay tuned with everything we've got going on on Twitter at the NVR underscore rugby and at Colton Strickler. Uh, it's going to be a fun couple of weeks. Like I said, we're in the home stretch. We're three weeks away from MLR starting. It's going to be a lot to talk about that and obviously Raptors report back. Super Rugby starting soon. we got the 7th Circuit coming back. Uh, I'm going to try to do my best to, to make the best content I can surrounding all that And I hope everybody enjoys. So that's my show for today. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you had a great week. Hope you have a great weekend. Uh, Enjoy all the matches this weekend. I'll catch you all back here next week.